Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Throughout the book of Acts, we get little nuggets that describe the practices of the early church. What was church life like back then? And these things are important for us today. These snapshots show us what the earliest followers of Jesus, led by those who knew him personally, felt like the church should be like, and can help us ask ourselves, how can we be more like this earliest and purest version of the church? We get one such picture in today's verses, where Acts chapter 4, verses 32 through 37 says, All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions were their own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all that there was no needy persons among them. For from time to time, those who owned land or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to anyone who had need. Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, whom the apostles called Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, sold a field he owned and brought the money and put it at the apostles' feet. So there is a beautiful unity in the earliest days of the church where all the believers were one in heart and mind, scripture says. Sadly, this unity would not always remain, of course, but the earliest church enjoyed it, which must also mean that it is possible. Unity is partly a natural agreement when we're all on the same page, but it's also always a choice. There are lots of reasons to disagree in any given relationship, but we can choose to lay aside less important matters for the sake of unity. Unity doesn't mean that we agree on everything necessarily, it means that we choose to honor our unity more than we want to be right in our disagreements. Not only is there unity in the early church, there is incredible generosity. People are sharing their possessions, giving up ownership of their things to the collective group, and God's grace is so powerfully at work that there is literally no needy people among them. The needs are met by the church at the time. People are even selling homes and selling land and bringing the money to the apostles to share with those in need. If the church is supposed to represent the kingdom of heaven here on earth, then this is a beautiful picture of this, as there is no poverty in heaven, and the earliest church made sure that there was no poverty in their midst as well. Where did this idea go in church history? The apostles continue preaching with great power, the text says, and we are also introduced to a new character who will figure prominently in the rest of the book of Acts, Joseph of Cyprus. That name is not nearly as familiar as the nickname he is given, Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, who is obviously a man of means who sells his property to help others. Imagine being so encouraging by your nature that your church leadership just gives you a new name to reflect how encouraging you really are. 1 Thessalonians 5.11 tells us that we are to encourage one another and build one another up, and Barnabas apparently does this in spades that we would follow his example, looking beyond ourselves and giving ourselves to the encouragement of other people like he did. As you go about your day today, go and be a son or a daughter of encouragement for someone like Barnabas was. Find a place that you can follow in his example and invest in someone with your words and with your actions today. Mm